Hi, it's Tap Warner. Thanks for tuning in to the For Your Success podcast, an inspirational program about creating the lifestyle and legacy impact you want to have. Your host today is a Christian author, speaker, business coach, and program development expert who will help you design, grow, and delight in doing business as worship, because that is true success. And now, here's my lovely wife, Katie Horner. You visual thinkers are going to love our show today. We've got a very special guest who teaches transformational visual thinking, visual planning, and she also has a course for this, believe it or not. So excited to have my friend Brandy Agerbeck with us today of the Agerbeck Method. Brandy, welcome to the For Your Success podcast. Thank you so much, Katie. It's an absolute pleasure to get to geek out about teaching online what we love (laughs) to do so much. Yes, yes, it is. And this topic particularly interests me, of course, because one of the things that we focus on a lot in both our course, Successful Online Courses, and in our Master Teacher Program is that idea of being able to attract and serve all of the learning styles when you produce a program, right? And so the three learning styles, obviously the kinetics, the ones that have to do everything with their hands and be moving to learn, right? And then you have your audio people, those of you that are probably really enjoying listening to the podcast right now. And then you have the visual people who need to see it and need to draw it and, you know, see the big picture and the map and all of that in order to understand and that is your expertise. That's that's what you get to do day in and day out. And so I'm really excited to hear your take on just how that improves your course so much to be able to, to explain things visually to your people. Yeah, absolutely. And I actually, you know, even though I say I teach visual thinking, I am the hands-on learner. One of my very best friends said that she could learn anything if she could turn it into a craft project. <laughs> that is very much my philosophy as well. And, you know, the Agriback Method course, which is the core course, it's 90 days. It's 90 videos. So, you know, you may give this advice as well. So many people say, don't make the giant course right off the bat. I did not follow that advice. (laughs) (laughs) But I can talk about making the giant course and then how you break it up into pieces. But knowing that it was going to be a really hefty, comprehensive course, I had to think very clearly about those three learning styles. Absolutely. How to help people kind of navigate where they are in the course to keep them motivated For instance, when I was producing that course, I had a bunch of different setups in my studio and I was very clear about, you know, as I was planning, I'm thinking through what's the best setup to teach this particular lesson and to make sure I was mixing up those different formats. So the just the keeping people's attention that they weren't looking at the same thing every day through such a long course. I think that continuity can be fine, especially for a shorter course that might be more auditory. But for my learners, I wanted to make sure that it was absolutely the best, the best setup to demonstrate the ideas. And especially because what we do needs to be practiced and you do have to get your hands on what I just taught you. Every single one of those video lessons was followed with what I call a practice builder. So every one of them had very clear instruction on what you can do, how you can practice that specific lesson. Love it. Love it. And the idea of keeping their attention. You know, I, I know you've seen like in some of the uh, the Marvel things or the Disney things, you know, they hide these little Easter eggs that are a reference to something else because they know that those that those people who are fanatics are going to be like, oh, I found it. I found it, you know, and it keeps them looking. It keeps them interested. What's some of your suggestions for that kind of thing when you're when you're doing this kind of visual stuff? Oh, well, that's a good question. 
you're just describing sort of the the going micro and Easter eggs. I might have gone too deep too fast. <laughs> no, I, I just tend to I tend to always ladder up to the big picture and context. So I'm trying to think if I have. I definitely, you know, have some things where you might see like the same flower arrangement like three weeks later because things were filmed <laughs> asynchronously. But I think one of the biggest things is to show someone the shape of the course so they know exactly where they're going. So my particular course is 90 days, 90 modules. So each module is 10 days around one set of choices within visual thinking. Visual thinking seems really simple because it's paper and pen, like you don't need fancy materials. But there's a whole lot of choices that happen when you're looking at that blank sheet of paper. Like, what kind of choices am I making that help me make meaning by making this drawing on the page? So I'm very clear to say you're starting out in this module. In each module is three topics. Each of those three topics is three days. And then every 10th day, they get a review and reflection session. So I give, I should, you know, they, ha- they have those nine experiences. And then every 10th day, they're getting the summary and the highlights. So it really helps reinforce their learning. And that pattern's repeated nine times. I love it. Yeah, right? So as they go through that first that first 10 days, they're going to be very well set up to understand the rhythm throughout those 90 days. Right. And I know sometimes we have course creators in our audience who may be doing this because they're an expert, not necessarily a teacher, right? Like yep. I, I know my stuff, but I don't I don't necessarily know the best practices for teaching my stuff. And and if you're listening to this or watching the video right now, Brandy just gave you an amazing schemata, if you will, or amazing outline for how to organize your content, right? You make it simple. She's got nine modules. Each of those modules is 10 days. And within that 10 days, there's three days each for a topic and then a review day. If you look at any kind of curriculum book, that's the way a lot of them are set up. My my child's second grade math book sitting right over here on the, on the desk beside me in the office is set up that way. You know, there's so many chapters and each chapter deals with this topic and this topic and then a day of review, right? And that really, really helps to reinforce that learning for your student. It gives them a success map so they can know where they're going and how long it's going to take them to get through this. It gives, if they're goal oriented, it gives them that push to conquer, right? If they're checklist people, they get to check things off as they move through and it it helps to motivate them to keep them going. And I think that's super important. And when you can draw it out visually, like Brandy's talking about, they actually get to see each of those steps or the list or however that you decide to do it so that they know where they're where they are and where they're going and i think that's super super important. And one thing as you just were describing this on my to-do list that i haven't done yet. I mean the course is a few years old. And one thing i wanted to do is i talk about this course being your foundation. And early on i talk about what kind of house you want to build on that foundation is your choice. So you might be learning visual thinking because you are a teacher or you want to use it for learning skills. You could be using it more as a personal productivity tool. So each person in the course could have very different reasons for why they want to learn it, but this is the foundation that's going to help every one of them. So I've got an icon from having done those nine review sessions. I have an icon now for each one of those lessons. And what I wanted to do was actually make a graphic that was a PDF they got at the very beginning of the course that say... um foundation that actually has sort of brick by brick each of those icons. So they can actually, like you said, with a checklist, fill it in, get that sense of accomplishment, see how far they are in the entire picture. And then um, at the very beginning of the course, actually draw out a metaphorical house 
what is their house? Why is this important to them to help keep them motivated? So I'm glad you brought this up and we're talking it through because I'm like, I'm going to put that to the top of my list because that's a darn good idea. Yeah, I love <laughs> Not that. Not executed. And speaking of why, Brandy, what is your, what's your why behind the courses that you provide for people in the visual thinking world? What made you decide to, to put this out there in course format? It's a great question. I think that, you know, like you said about the different learning styles, and I know some folks like to tear down that concept because there's been studies that, that's a whole other conversation, as you know, <laughs> but I believe that each of us have different strengths. Each of us have different weaknesses. Each of us have different preferences. And I'm somebody who considers myself extremely lucky that I got to work to my strengths as a kid. I had teachers who gave me a lot of space. So I was able to grow with building out these visual listening skills just naturally. And I think a heck of a lot of us that when we were that kiddo who was seven making that drawing, we were making meaning for ourselves. And unfortunately, what happens so often is somebody looks at that drawing, maybe a teacher, maybe a parent, very often a teacher or a parent, and they they go, they're like instantly judging <laughs> that drawing as a product, you know, and thinking like, what is this? Instead of using it as a conversational tool, as like part of a process to say, oh, walk me through this drawing, tell me this story. So unfortunately, when you get somebody very judgy, you know, when when that joyful drawing becomes good or bad or pretty or ugly, that's when people just completely shut off that switch, that drawing switch. They lose this opportunity to use this tool for themselves. And I think, you know, when we're kiddos and we're drawing dragons or we're drawing our house, you know, that's about imagination. That's about the world around us. What I love is as we develop and as we grow, we get much more abstract reasoning, ability to deal with more abstraction, with spatial reasoning, figuring out just how do pieces fit together, because a whole lot of what we're all working with is more complex than what can be drawn in a straight line. So, you know, having that opportunity to get that stuff out, push those pieces around, see how they fit together is an incredibly powerful tool. Now, for my particular business, the trick is <laughs> how do you help people recognize themselves as visual thinkers? Hopefully a lot of folks listening to this already do, or even if they don't yet to see that, oh, wow, that doesn't, I haven't used those tools, but I could see how those tools could be useful because again, it's about getting all that stuff out and onto paper so you can make meaning for yourself. I I'm, hope yeah. I answered your question. I yeah, kind of no, got on my... <laughs> there's no right or wrong answer here. Got on my soapbox? Yeah, just that's, yeah. that's fabulous. And I love that you, that passion that comes through for you is sharing that with the world and bringing that imagination to life, you know, and we're Thank restoring you. this old house here in Mexico and when we first moved in, I had this vision in my head of what it would look like when it was done. And I put it to paper. I, I painted the watercolor picture of what this would look like. And it's so fascinating to see it coming to pass, right? Isn't like that amazing? it took that out of my head. And now it's like 3D, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm walking in my painting. It's so gratifying, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing the powers that our visions have. Absolutely. I know. So with your with your creativity and and this visual aspect, I'm sure you see a lot of really amazing visuals for course launches and some really icky visuals for course launches. <laughs> can you give us can you give our listeners uh, those watching this, can you give us some visual tips for the images that you're using to represent the transformation you give with your course? What are some things we can take away and and put into practice? You know, that's a really good question. I think a lot of times 
folks, they've heard some kind of rule, especially when we think about things like presentation design or even sales page design, that, you know, here are the components, here's exactly how to do it. You know, you have to have five topics and, you know, like, so I think of like PowerPoint slides where like you can, you can't have any more than X points and they can't be any more than Y words. And the deal is your work may not fit into that shape. So I think the biggest thing is instead of kind of shoving your work into, you know, some rule somebody has, what I absolutely encourage folks to do, especially for those folks who are coming to online courses with a deep, deep knowledge base. So we are the nerds who are so excited to teach our learners what we know and get them excited about this topic. Um, so for those of us who have like the deep knowledge base to really sit down and kind of get all the different things you could teach out so you can start thinking about how do I group these different lessons? How do I group these different topics so that it isn't just here's five things or here's three things? Maybe it is. It could be five things. It could be three things. But you could discover through that process that you have first you have a foundation and then on top of that foundation is three pillars or, you know, whatever that shape could be to let it emerge from the content itself. Because when you let it emerge and when you have that structure, maybe it is a metaphor like pillars or a house, when you do have that structure, that's going to make what you're teaching be in integrity. That's going to give it a whole, a sense of a whole and be holistic. So that not only do students, as we've already talked about, understand how they're moving through what they're learning, you also have an opportunity to take that shape and say, okay, here are the, like in my case, here are the nine modules, here are the nine categories of visual thinking choices. And you can get all nine of those in that foundational course. But hey, look over here, I did a deep dive workshop, which became a course just on this one module. So you're, they're able to see that, okay, this is the foundation of everything. But if I really want to go deep on color, then I can choose the spectrum savvy course, you know, that kind of idea so that you can, you can telescope in and out, kind of microscope in and telescope out and people can learn at different levels. But again, this, this absolutely is easiest when you are the person with the deep knowledge base. And maybe you're thinking this first, first course shouldn't be everything. Unlike what I did, right? (laughs) (laughs) I I made the comprehensive course first, but um, even if you're not making that comprehensive course first, which I know is definitely what people suggest, that you know kind of where that piece fits in that bigger picture for yourself. Yeah. So I think as far as advice, kind of get back to the question, as good or bad, I personally, uh, I'm not a snob about how things look. I think somebody could be standing, I have a flip chart just out of frame here, you know, somebody could be standing at a flip chart, making a very basic drawing. But if it's showing that integrity, if it's showing that shape, then it's brilliant. You know, it doesn't have to be a fancy polished graphic to be able to communicate. Love it. I, I like to think more about the content and how you're expressing it then it has to be, you know, you have to pay X number of dollars for a designer to make it. I think, you know, that's. Right. And that's what we say about courses and about sales pages and about podcast sessions. Even (laughs) it can never be too long, only too boring. Right. So as long as you are getting your, getting your message across, like that's what people are there for. And whatever way you do that is going to be perfect. So thank you so much, Brandy, for being with us today. It's been a joy to talk with you, you guys. Go check out Brandy's stuff over at loosetooth.com. We'll have that link in the show notes for you. Get on her list, see what she's doing, get into that next offering of her visual thinking class and see how you can start to add more visuals to the courses that you're providing. Thank you so much, Brandy. Thank you, Katie. Pleasure. 
So I'm Katie Horner of HandprintLegacy.com, obsessed with helping faith-based entrepreneurs design, grow, and delight in the business that affords you the lifestyle and legacy impact you want to have. It's been my honor today to host you on the For Your Success podcast, and I do hope you'll scroll down wherever you're hearing this and leave me a comment or review. You can get all of today's links and show notes over at foryoursuccesspodcast.com. And until next time, remember, my friend, your message matters. You've been so caught up in figuring out how to market your business the quote right way, you've found yourself overwhelmed and your dream a little muddied. What if a simple mindset reset could help you realign your vision, refine your expectations, and revive that dream for your business? I'm Katie Horner, author of The Flamingo Advantage, and for two decades, I've been teaching business owners just like you how to make your business and marketing decisions with faith, with clarity, and with purpose, empowering God's people to live out their best worship through the business. My framework teaches how to realign your mindset and your business practices with God's Word so that you no longer operate in fear or lack of criticism, but in confidence and powerful intention. I'd love to invite you to grab a free copy of my book, just pay shipping at freeflamingobook.com. You, my friend, have an advantage and your uniqueness helps you live out God's purpose for you in the world. freeflamingobook.com.